2: Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast. Probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Donaldson. Pete, how you doing? I want to rock and roll all night and party every day.
1: I'm here. You do for the you? Abroad Japan podcast. I don't party every day. I've been quite busy, actually, uh, nice. you, Sunshine. I've got a, I'm have got. i in the middle of what can only be described as a football podcast live tour. I had to go to the uh, American Embassy to get my uh, American visa because we're doing some shows in America. Uh, that was stressful. Ooh. They ask you all kinds of questions. <laughs> Spooky. Like what? Just like uh, what? why are you going to America? What are you doing there? Why are you coming? But it's kind of like this. They, they ask you... Uh, I say, well, I'm doing a, a live podcast out there. Um... But obviously, it's on their say so that I'm going to get to do it in the first place. Um, So I can't really sort of say I'm doing a live podcast because that's basically saying you're going to let me in. So I was like, um, if it's okay, I think I'd probably like to do a live podcast out there. Thank you.
2: (laughs) I didn't even know you needed like a special visa to get to America from the UK. I thought we were the bestest of friends. No, no, you need a special relationship, isn't it?
1: I think a lot of people don't bother with it. But uh, let's make this very clear: Stakhanov Industries, Stakhanov Productions, are very on the money when it comes to doing (laughs) things right.
2: (laughs) Very good, very Mm. good. And I also am very on the money when doing things right. For example, when I buy music for my videos, Mm. I have to buy a special license that costs fifty dollars. Yes. And it means I don't get buggered by YouTube. And yet, still, this week, one of my bloody videos, the brand-new video or the recent video where I'm, like, uh, at a Japanese language school, got mm. a copyright strike for using a licensed song, which I bought the bloody rights to. Oh. So even if you play by the rules of YouTube, you still get screwed. And with that in mind, I've not had a good week, Pete.
1: Yeah. God I mean, damn it. D- the only thing is, you've bought that license, so, like, what is the license worth exactly if you're going to get copyright struck anywhere, if the algorithm is going to catch you out anywhere?
2: Oh what's going on still it's what basically happens is if you um get a copyright strike you have to kind of just go back to them and say no and you mm. you can counter it and they get 30 days to respond the other people the other yeah. party has 30 days to respond and decide whether or not they agree with you or not and um in the past even though i've had a license i paid like 50 dollars to use the song in my video and have it watched on youtube um even though I've done that and played by the rules, I've still got buggered. Um, so it's a little bit daunting. It's a little bit annoying, to be honest. Um, and it means that this video that I've spent like a week or two, about a week making and producing uh, and working so hard on, mm. is going to get demonetized And probably, I I, I don't know if it gets um, buggered on the YouTube algorithm, if it gets demonetized as well. It's not pretty. You, know, you lose not only revenue, but also I think the video it's kind bugger. of gets... Bugged. So mm. yeah, it's not been a good week. That's oh. been annoying. Yeah, Chris did would, go on Twitter would, would and pee. rant about that. <laughs> that
1: would be my pee. Very upsetting. You, you try and do the right thing, there you and go. you get messed up anyway.
2: Still, could be worse. <laughs> this, this, uh, I, I read a really interesting article that took me by surprise about bullying. Now, Japan has a bullying issue. Mm. Um, it's not. It's quite well known that. In Japan, schools, for whatever reason, they don't seem to handle bullying that well. Right. Um, have you ever been bullied, Pete? Or have um, you bullied anyone? Not
1: consistently. I'm sure I've had my moments when I've been bullied. I don't think I've done any bullying. Uh, I'm not an imposing individual, uh, even back then when I was at school. <laughs> but uh, but no, uh, I, I, I'm, sure I've, I'm sure I've had my moments.
2: I mean, I, I've been on both sides of the fence. I got a little... I wasn't, like, really badly bullied, but I did get a little bit bullied at school. Mm. And then I channeled that energy into becoming a bully myself. So I've yeah. I've been on both sides of the fence. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd like to think I was not that bad a bully. But anyway, I don't know if there's a scale on not the on the scale of bullying. Bully. Not that bad. I saw the error in my ways yeah. and I made up with the guy. Um, but there you go. Should I even have revealed that at the podcast that I got done for bullying? Probably not. Well, did he get done for
1: bullying? Or did, <laughs> you just, did you just see the error of your ways and apologise? I mean, you know. how well, it, it wasn't you? that bad.
2: Okay? Basically, there was really? a guy... There was there was a, a guy sitting behind me in uh, my first year at high school when I was eleven or twelve, and I used to just throw his pencil case on the floor. Chris, on an almost daily basis. What a Terrible. nasty little bully! Terrible.
1: What a nasty little bully!
2: Terrible. I'm gonna give you a bunch uh, of five the, the, next time I see you, sunshine. <laughs> gonna smack, gonna punch me in the I'm face. Gonna punch you in the smaz. Uh, and then i got i got told off by the head of the year he was like do you know why you're here and i was like no and he was like oh you've been bullying someone and i was like oh god didn't realize that it was weird i didn't even realize what i was doing the whole time but mm-hmm. uh i saw the error of my ways i made up with the guy and we became friends afterwards and um yeah. there you go that's my little little story of how i was bu- i could get bullied myself as well but it's it was like it's like
1: a, that. it's like a superhero origin story <laughs> the dark but me. But
2: shit and not particularly flattering. <laughs> I don't know. I think most people have experienced either bullying or being a bully without realizing it at some point or another. Anyway, moving on. Uh bullying insurance is a thing in Japan. Can you believe mm. that? Bullying insurance. So uh, <laughs> probably not surprising. Given that in twenty seventeen there were ninety one thousands of ninety one thousand cases of bullying uh, alone. Uh, And I've seen it, you know, when I worked at a school for three years, you could see it unfold, and the teachers, I don't know, for some reason they don't handle it very well. I mean, going back to my story, the head of the year, the head of the entire year brought me into his office, lectured me, told me I was going to get fucked up if I carried on, Mm. and it ended there and then, and kind of, there you go. But in Japan, I I don't find they they don't seem to do that as much. I don't know why, and it's it's a really bad issue. But this bullying insurance, (laughs) it costs 2,600 yen a month, uh, and it basically covers all the legal fees and uh, even like uh, uh, kind of health health issues that come as a result of bullying. But mainly mm. it covers legal issues. You know, if the, if the the parents of this bullied student get embroiled in legal difficulties with the school, it covers that. And already, you know, it's it launched this year. A company called Yell launched it. Already hundreds of people have signed up to it. And it seems to be pretty popular. I've never heard of that. Bullying insurance That's is sick. a
1: thing very much treating the symptoms rather than the root causes isn't it <laughs> really my word <laughs> what an awful situation awful. to be in awful
2: i don't know. seems on account of because schools aren't doing anything about it i guess it's this, yeah. this is the next best thing right you know? i mean bearing in mind that like, you, you know
1: um japan's got a huge um suicide problem a huge mental health problem and it would seem like a pretty easy way to 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 kind of start putting it in people's minds that certain things aren't right and certain things aren't your fault. Um, yeah, it's very sad. Very sad indeed.
2: Well, it became... Yeah, I mean, we had a big incident uh, pop up in the second year when I was teaching and I think um, one of the students did some some sort of um, act of self-harm after they were being yeah. really badly bullied and it kind of brought the whole thing into the public eye and it kind of dominated... Like a few months of my whole school year were dominated by that incident. Yeah. Um, but... I, nothing really seemed to have come of it at the time but it was all rather surreal but mm. uh, yeah, no. But I think another fact is because Japan's a kind of a collectivist culture you, you're always part of a group right you always feel like you're part of a group um, and so if you are being bullied and you're excluded from that group then the, the sense of bullying is magnified mm. potentially um, Usually. so I think that probably is a, is a, a big factor as well but uh, it'll be interesting to see how this bullying insurance plays out I just—I never well, I, imagine, I hear the phrase "bully insurance." I, I Imagine, just real. like
1: a just like a casino, the house will
2: always win. <laughs> so it'll be the lawyers <laughs> what win. Probably, probably it'll be interesting. Well, it'll be it'll be interesting to hear some uh, some cases of how this actually crops up in the future. Anyway, moving on. In a completely different turn of events, completely different news story, uh, I came across this luxury toilet paper. Recently, okay. um, this story about this luxury toilet. Japan is the most expensive toilet paper in the world. Really? Uh, how much is a ro- How much is a roll of toilet paper in the UK? Uh, well, it's not. I mean, per roll. You,
1: whoever buy. If you're buying per roll, something's gone terribly wrong. All
2: right, let's <laughs> let's say <a> pack <laughs> like, of twelve. Let's say a you're pack you're of 12 in 12 a, yeah, a
1: terrible diastate. You've got limited <laughs> funds, and you're going. I really need a poo. Um, I would say pack uh, probably about uh, one pound ninety nine. One pound fifty.
2: One pound ninety-nine for a pack of twelve. Yeah, no, for right. a pack of
1: no, for a pack of uh, six. Th- yeah, six rolls. One pound ninety-nine. This is maths, maths with Chris and Pete. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> but it, it makes it sound paper. like uh, how Like it's when you ask a politician how much a pint of milk is, and they need to know, uh, otherwise they've lost touch. <laughs> um, but you just buy it in your Wiggly Shop, don't you? So you don't really know how much it is. You just—I mean, you're not going to never. You're not going to not buy
2: toilet roll, are you? You need it. Exactly. If you don't know how much toilet roll paper costs, then. Mm. you must be quite rich because you won't be buying it yourself <laughs> but in Japan there is this ridiculous toilet paper that I've yet to lay my hands on uh, I don't know if I will I don't know if I can afford it for a pack of 12 of this luxurious toilet roll it's $100 mm. for 12 <laughs> a pack of 12 toilet rolls apparently there's this uh, there was this paper factory in uh, Shikoku owned by an ageing guy called uh, Mori Sawa-san mm. And at the age of 63, he found his, uh, his skin was always getting... He's got kind of really sensitive skin, right? despite owning this paper factory. Uh, and so he used his skills as this uh, owner Him of a paper boy. factory to reverse-engineer the, the manufacturing of paper <laughs> into the softest and greatest toilet paper in the world. <laughs> uh, most toilet paper is two plies thick. This is three plies thick. And nice. it's uh, recently become a national obsession after various celebrities have started bringing it up in TV shows and whatnot. And he went from selling just a few hundred rolls a month. I think he was selling three hundred rolls a month. Now he's selling twelve thousand rolls a week. Wow! Given it's booming, you know. <laughs> I like, I like, I like
1: you. Um, you sent the piece of it. I like the fact that it's, uh, it's made by. Delicately, delicately processing the paper pulp fiber and precisely managing the water temperature used in the process, it uh, yields a softer wipe. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> very delicate, very careful.
2: I know what I'm getting you for Christmas. I know, just one though. Twelve dollars per but roll. Bullet insurance. <laughs> yeah. I. Uh, it's 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 given as gifts though. It's mm, oh, yeah, ridiculous. That, I, I'm so not really
1: a, into that, to be honest.
2: <laughs> the website. Bills it as uh, being suitable for birthdays and thank you gifts. And (laughs) thank you gifts for wedding guests. So people have been buying this toilet roll. So when you go to someone's wedding, you get this as like a kind of party bag style gift. Can you imagine (laughs) the sheer glory of opening a party bag to reveal the most luxurious and decadent toilet roll on the planet?
1: Wipe your bum. Wipe your bum on this. I mean, to be honest, I mean, there's, you know, it's it's a fairly... uh <laughs> uh, it's it's a dirty it's a dirty little act, uh, but we all do it and we all need to do it, uh, and it, 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 there's a certain pleasure to be d- derived from it. So why not make it easier and more fun and more pleasurable uh, when it comes to wiping your butt?
2: Well, you can certainly follow up your last YouTube video by reviewing uh, <laughs> yeah. reviewing this luxury L- toilet roll. Damn right,
0: <laughs> make it happen.
1: In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up they can start to affect us negatively which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it.
2: To the fax machine. What have we got, Mr. dolson Hmm.
1: i got an email from uh, Alison. Hello, Alison. Hi, Chris and Pete. I'm from Delaware, the US, and I will be in Japan for the first time ever in less than three weeks. She sounds excited. E- uh, I've compiled a list of things uh, I want to do slash see, and I'm realising that it's a bit too long. I know I even asked for ideas, but what, in your opinion, is the one thing I have to do during my visit? Thanks for taking the time to read this, you handsome devils. Love the pod and the YouTube. Keep it the great work. Sincerely, Alison. What do one you reckon thing. there, Chris?
2: <laughs> it's come up a lot recently. What with the Rugby World Cup, yeah. I've had a lot of people asking me things to do and whatnot, and it's a tough one. I don't know. The one thing, I I thought long and hard, and I decided it is get up at five a.m. and walk across Tokyo for four hours. Yeah, in the morning. That's nice. From from Shinjuku to Ginza. That was it, because I did that before. I remember I used to get the bus to uh, Tokyo in the morning uh, from Yamagata. It was it went overnight, and by the time we arrived, it was five a.m. I'd get off the bus, I'd be pretty bleary eyed, pretty Mm. shattered, but it was it was really nice. We always got off the bus at Shinjuku, and at five or six a.m., you can watch it go from quiet, kind of quiet central city. It's like landscape, yeah. nothing really going on apart from a few drunken, hungover stragglers uh, to just booming and just turning into the world's busiest city and yeah. turning into the world's busiest station. Being there for that transition period from 5am to kind of 8am in the morning, that three-hour period, is exhilarating and I'll mm. never forget that. Honestly, Usually. I used to sit at this Starbucks in Shinjuku and just watch the station just gradually go from being quiet and closed to just bursting into life and i never forget that. And I used to then just walk across Tokyo in the mornings. And, uh, yeah, the things you see on that four-hour walk, though, from, from Shinjuku Station to Ginza, it will... I don't know. I think you'll see a lot of amazing, cool stuff. And yeah. that's one of my things. That's I'd, probably I'd, top I'd, of my list. What about yeah, you, I'd, I'd, I'd,
1: I'd, That's actually a lovely idea. You know I'm just going to say coolish. But um, 5 a.m., uh 5am, 5am <laughs> strong, because yeah. you're going to be jet-lagged. You're going to be kind of up at that time anyway, probably. Um, and just seeing... Um, the place come to life and also if you go in a month where it's quite warm it's usually quite cool the weather's quite nice um, it's a lovely stroll um, so yeah I definitely recommend that um, and then you know get a bit of breakfast get the chew back have a little snooze for a couple of hours to get you you know get yourself back into the day and then the rest of the day is yours I always have a bit of food so go it. back for a bit of snooze
2: <laughs> perfect I think that's I think uh, yeah I don't, I don't know what I can add to that, really. I think that's perfect. Beautiful. Well done, guys. Do that, Alison. Do that. You won't be disappointed. Mm. I won't spoil my already perfect answer. <laughs> uh, We've got one from Simon from Norway. Yeah. Uh, it says, Hello, Chris and Pete. Big fan of the videos and podcasts. My girlfriend and I are travelling to Japan in November and are looking forward to it. I thought, instead of getting travel tips, can you list your top three Natsuki quotes from videos uh, or from your everyday life that hasn't been recorded? My favourite has to be Natsuki pointing to the vacuum cleaner in your flat and calling it the fucking cleaner. <laughs> uh, keep up the amazing work with the YouTube videos and podcasts. <laughs> Arigato, Kauzimas. That's a peak quote, by the way. Oh. Best regards, Simon from Norway. Do you remember that quote? Arigato, Kauzimas. Uh,
1: was that in? Uh, was that in the Kobe beef steak? The Kobe beef flair. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yes, yeah, the big Timmy Kobe Wilds beef uh, video. Exciting.
2: Brilliant. Your best um, pun to date.
1: I'm, I'm trying to think of uh, my favourite. I, 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 Simon's gone for, oh, kill cool, customer. Um, I just like the way no, that's he my one. curls his you, st- You're stealing my answers. Oh, is that your one? Sorry, I thought Simon <laughs> that's let, put that. Oh, you wrote, wrote that down as yours, right, okay,
2: yeah. Definitely. I wrote my answer, yeah. It's the one you actually <laughs> use the most, I'd say. I where will just says customer. I'll kill customer. <laughs> <laughs> when we were in Tokyo for the day, I'm going to the, um, that, that is a car where they filmed Kill Bill. Yeah. Where it's kind of based on, you know, that was that's probably my favorite quote. Followed up with uh, the time I gave him some fisherman's friend, and he right he, his mouth kind of I don't know if you've ever had fisherman's friend, I uh, it's horrible. It's I like...
1: love a fisherman's friend. They are delicious.
2: Do you actually? Yeah, I really do. They How they really you sort me. your
1: head out. Um, the stronger the better for me. They also do like different versions as well as like aniseed flavor, cherry flavor. They're sugar free. Don't have too many of them because you will be needing some very fancy three ply <laughs> toilet roll. Um, but uh, yeah, um, they're great. They're they I guess they're designed or certainly culturally, uh, you know, regarded as being a sweet that fishermen eat as they fish, because they're going to be cold and wet and they want to be warm. Um, so as they Makes as they sense. fish, they get involved with a bit of Fisherman's Friend action. But uh,
2: yeah, nice. I gave Natsuki like three or four to put in his mouth at once. So he'd never had them before. And he, <laughs> for the next 20 minutes, he wouldn't like stop crying and screaming. <laughs> but he kept repeating the phrase, Fisherman strong, Fisherman strong. <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, cool, Fisherman. Th- third, third and final quote probably... Uh, from Natsuki the movie, mm-hmm. uh, where, where he's uh, quietly having his breakfast in the morning, the start of the film, and he reveals his breakfast. He says, My breakfast, coffee, cigarette, and two cigarettes. <laughs> and it's just, he's trying to list off his breakfast, but he kind of, he, there's nothing else. It's just coffee, no. cigarettes, and more cigarettes. Um, he's going to need the two ply. Pretty isn't revealing it? breakfast. Yeah,
1: Bless him. That's a hell of a way to start it,
2: you there. <laughs> yeah fisherman strong bit of coffee few cigarettes job done how did you
1: um, what's how did your favourite you start- quote I'm trying I, 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 oh, I I I, I, I'm trying to think of a, a favourite Natsuki quote but um, now I'm kind of drawn to that man who was in the sex um, uh, not the sex the uh, love hotel saying sex <laughs> that's one of my favourite uh, the sex hotel from, the love hotel yeah the love yeah. hotel uh, and also you saying that you were um, trying to find a secret sexy club on your YouTube video. Oh, yeah. There's loads of those. I should cut out a lot of them just do a big mega mix of uh, clips from well, uh, from your, from your shows.
2: I'm actually uh, currently getting a, a Broad in Japan website made up and one of the right. things, like top of my list, is to have a, a Broad in Japan soundboard with not only Natsuki quotes, but just quotes from everyone and uh, definitely getting the Love Hotel guy <laughs> and his opening act while he was doing the monkey bars, which you so eloquently put in a previous podcast. But... Uh, yeah, that soundboard. It's going to be amazing. Soundboard, it's going to be the like ultimate draw card. Very
1: 90s. To the, to the very late 90s the old soundboards. Used to love those back in the day. You can do little uh, you can do little uh, crank calls pretending you're Natsuki. Oh cool. Customer. That's a threat. That's a threat. Your numbers getting taken. How did you um how did you uh, if Natsuki starts his day with uh, breakfast uh, of coffee and cigarettes and two cigarettes. How did you start your breakfast? Because I recently was in a, a Japanese sort of supermarket place, and everyone has having their boring old katsu curry, cheese curry, blah blah. And I bought them um, uh, each a, a little packet of natto, uh, and I've not heard back. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, good lord, no! Oh, right, brown flakes, mate. pretty brand boring. Flakes. <laughs> that is boring. Two bananas and some brown flakes. Oh, Job okie done. Jokey. <laughs> And loads of
1: and loads of coffees. Yeah, how is how is the health kit going? All right.
2: Uh, it's going all right. I'll mm. uh, I'll give you an extensive briefing in the next podcast. Oh, Suffice okay. to say, for the last three weeks now, I've done ten thousand steps every day. Sweet, lovely old every
1: job. Day. Well, you've been a busy bee. Yeah. You've been all over the gaff. What's um what's the uh, what's the video that should be out by the
2: time this uh, podcast hits? Um, uh, when's this podcast coming up? This God, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know when this podcast coming out. Probably it'll be just after the Fukushima one lovely Fukushima documentary which very you haven't yet seen no I, I'm, so I'm haven't. fascinated next week. by that part of the world yeah that's coming out next week so you can watch that and we'll discuss mm. that next week ah
1: cool lovely old job I, I very, very much enjoyed your, you doing the 21 things that uh, women find attractive in men uh, you know that mad stuff uh, that, oh yeah all the weird stuff um, you uh, interviewed your friend and I was like bloody hell that's, she's got a really nice house uh, but I presume that was when you were over in London, because it's a really big house. That's not a house. Uh, Good point, actually. I see. The, I, was, uh, I was
2: really confused. That's right. We <laughs> poached content from the uh, from the Brawl in Japan podcast. I've actually, recently I've been looking over the podcast episodes, and I've seen we've got a lot of interesting content that I think hmm. can kind of be ported over to a Born in Japan channel and kind ah. of spruced up a little bit Uh and I, yeah, I basically rented out an Airbnb place in London. Uh, met up with Jackie and we just bashed it out oh. there and filmed it there. And uh, had my ego oh, destroyed. <laughs> Absolutely shredded. It's a good video. As it was it. in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> good fun, though. I love that. Yeah. What an experience. Don't, w-
1: don't wear too much aftershave as the takeaway from me. But even though I wear <laughs> a lot of aftershave all the time. All right, stinky boy. People at work. You did
2: beat me, though, didn't you? Say again.
1: Uh, barely. Um we, Barely, both yeah. we both did all right did with the poor. eating meat thing, didn't we? I seem not recall.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you missed it, ladies and gentlemen, go back and listen to 26 traits Japanese girls want in a guy. Mm. Uh, Pete and I did it originally, <laughs> and then I stole it from myself and did it again on upon <laughs> the YouTube channel. If you want to listen to it, podcast. If you want to watch it, YouTube. Did uh, we no now turn our attention to Dave. Hello, Dave. <laughs> Hi, Chris and Hello, Pete. Hello, Dave. He's, he's, I'll read it out. I'll steal this one. Uh, my name Take is again. Dave. Are you reading them? am from are Chicago. Now. You are? Oh, I'm reading it. It's mine. You read it yeah. then?
1: Go, get going. I was just doing a hello, Dave. Hello, Dave.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my name's Dave. I'm from Chicago. I visited Tokyo last year in the winter, and I love the city. I'm planning my next trip very early for May 2021, and I would like to visit more rural regions of Japan. The most notable is Aomori Prefecture, because the pictures look pretty spectacular, and it seems to be a little bit less touristy. Uh, I also love seafood. What's the best place now, Mori, to stay in so I can get the most of the regional dishes and culture? Uh, any tips for Tohoku in general? Thanks, and have a nice summer, Dave from Chicago. Uh, think... That's a that's a good question. Um, yeah, I would. I've got loads of videos on Aomori, Actually, I was recently speaking to Ryotaro. We were talking about our favourite place um in Japan, just amongst ourselves over some dinner and we both agreed actually that our favourite place, certainly in Tohoku, is Almori. Mm. By you virtue of the fact lot. it's got a very Yeah, it's got it's got a very distinct identity as Almori. I don't know why, maybe because it's kind of a little bit isolated up north, the right. most northern prefecture on the island of Honshu bordering Hokkaido. It's the place where the most expensive, most decadent tuna um, is fished from. Um, it's also home to cider, the best cider in Japan, which I can testify is b- pretty bloody spectacular. Um, but it's just got loads of cool things. Like it's got the biggest morning market in Japan. It's got um, the place where they believe Jesus died. Remember that one, Pete? <laughs> yes, yeah, I do so remember that one. Jesus' death place. Big shout! Big shout! Uh, that was cracking. Uh, what? Yeah, it's it's really cool though. They've got loads of cool stuff. I've made at least six or seven videos there. Mm. So do go through the channel and look look through them. But, um, I mean, do you have any tips for travelling through Tohoku? No, I'd, 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 I'd,
1: I'm not sure I know exactly where Tohoku is. Whereabouts is it, like, in the grand scheme of things?
2: What do you mean, where is Tohoku? Well, well, I, don't, I, don't where
1: Tohoku I don't know where Tohoku is.
2: I gave I you laughed. a well wind tour of Tohoku.
1: Oh, is that where it was? Right, OK. Well, yeah. It's, the, it's the, up the Sendai bit of, of the place, yeah? No? Up oh, the Sendai bit. The yeah, Sendai it's basically bit, the... Yeah.
2: <laughs> the six prefectures um, right, in northern
1: Honshu I'm looking at it now yeah we, so, got it. we got it we got it we got it we're there we're there guys well I really enjoyed um, Sakata that was brilliant Sakata uh, where else do we go Sakata uh, we Sakata. had a look at some you prefecture, yeah. aren't you going to be taking your friend out uh, to, on the same on the same peat trip flash a couple of uh, I am yeah with, good friend of
2: mine with
1: t- broken trousers good old that's what um, I did
2: good old Dave uh, I've got another friend I've got a friend called Dave who's coming next week and we're doing a road trip around I'm doing what I like to call the Pete Tour Damn right. which basically means I take him to get drunk and do karaoke in Sakata <laughs> in the Abagata Prefecture um, but yeah I'm looking forward to it it should be a lot of fun road tripping around the north he's been to Japan before but he's done the usual stuff like yeah. Tokyo, Osaka, Kyoto this time we're going off the beaten track and actually we are going to Aomori. Um and yeah top him? of my list though Dave is Go to Hachinohe, yeah. Hachinohe is home to the largest morning market in Japan. Mm. From there, you can go and see where Jesus may or may not have died uh, about half an hour from there inland, and then go to Almori City and try the uh, seafood market. It's a really good seafood market, and a, a restaurant selling the most bizarre ramen dish I've ever had. It's called curry, curry miso milk ramen. Ooh. It's basically ramen broth. That consists of curry uh, and butter and milk, and it's amazing. It's legendary. So
1: good. That sounds rich. Can I? Um, yeah. Is is Akita? Akita, um, the place where the Akita dog is from, presumably.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: I'm go gonna say that.
0: yeah,
2: but I don't know. <laughs> like Probably. Alsace is
1: where the Alsatians <laughs> are from.
2: Uh, you know, i are I'm thinking. there that's are a there's a lot of Akita dogs in Akita, so yeah. I think it's a safe assumption.
1: <laughs> well, they established yeah. a colony there, and they decided it was going to be called that. All the dogs decide at the same time. It was an Isle of Dogs situation. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I, I remember when I was in Akita once doing some sort of tour, I uh, got taken to see this really famous Akita dog He was in, like, Japanese films and TV. Right. And he was, like, the most famous dog in all of Japan. Cool. And he was just sitting in this kennel in this garden quietly, minding his own business. And it was all rather surreal. Um, I can't he... remember his name. What was it?
1: It was like Mr. <laughs> was he like really or something. Mr. Wolf. Was he really... Um, I guess he'd be a massive um, uh, kidnap risk. It's probably why he's in a cage.
2: <laughs> Only you would think like that, Pete. I'll just say The Only Yakuza, would, Yakuza like would be that. like, we can make a bit of cash off this, let's steal this dog. I think uh, the Yak is already not particularly popular mm. uh, amongst Japan. And I think that would pretty much destroy their reputation overnight <laughs> stealing the most famous beloved dog all right, in all fine. of Japan from a kennel in Akita but you uh, run go back to the original oh, question yeah. I'll run the go there, Dave. <laughs> that could be a great video how would we run the Akita in our own special way dog something kidnaps. to discuss next week dog kidnaps we treat them well and bully insurance there you go <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Keep the stories, comments, questions coming in to podcast at gmail.com. That's all for now, though, folks. We'll be back same time next week to do it all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great week and we'll see you next Thursday or Wednesday. Bye bye. It's a secret. Bye.